Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the How Did You Learn to Do That podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. This is our last episode of 2020, which is so crazy. I can't believe everything that I've accomplished this year. And I'm going to do a little bit of an overview of what this year has meant for me. I know for each of us, it's meant something different. We've had some great experiences. We've had some great moments. We've also had a lot of great challenges and experiences that we never thought we would have and something that we had to really navigate. Anyone that says they didn't have to navigate something difficult this year or pivot or figure out a new way to do something is in fact just lying because we've all had to do this in some capacity and in some ways. So we've all had this year of reflection, this year of just really hunkering down and being intentional with what we can and can't do and what we want to do essentially and what nourishes us and our souls the most. So I wanted to go through what this year has meant for me. I wanted to talk about all things I've accomplished. I want to talk about what I'm looking forward to in 2021. And I want you to share with me what you're looking forward to in 2021, what you've accomplished in 2020. So I would love if you could send me a message on Instagram. You can email me info at how did you learn to do that.com. You can leave a review on Apple podcasts, or you can follow us, leave a comment on YouTube, but really anywhere, because I want to connect with you. I want to know what you're looking forward to and what is in store for you in 2021. So with that, as always, I would love if you could review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow. It really helps us to get our message and get this episode and all other episodes with this podcast out to more people. So I would really appreciate for you to do that. You can like us, you subscribe to us, and you can follow us on all major podcast platforms. All right, so let's get started. 2020. So let me back it up a bit. So the way this year started was so different from the way the year is ending. So when this year started, I was on maternity leave. I had six months to go until I had to go back to work. I just thought, you know, I'm going to have all this time to really start working on my business. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to do a podcast at that time, but definitely was something I was interested in. And I just wanted to think about, you know, where did I actually want to put my energy and what is most important to me? I was still going through my personal development, really figuring out who I am and what makes me the happiest and most fulfilled. And fast forward, I was also preparing for a couple family weddings and one of my best friend's weddings in, in April. And my sister's wedding in September, which was supposed to be in Greece. So I was preparing for all of that. We're going through the motions, you know, shopping for the dresses, the looking at flights, all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, my husband said to me, and because most of you know, I work in public health. And my husband said to me, hey, have you heard about this coronavirus? It's, you know, currently in Asia and it's um, moving its way into Europe now. And it's on its way here. What do you think of it? And at that time, I was in my mom bubble. My biggest concern was whether my daughter was going to eat, what to cook for her, and, you know, everything else that has to do with developmental milestones for children. So that was my biggest concern. At that time, I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to what was going on. But after he said that, I was like, okay, if he is concerned about this, I need to look it up. As I started reviewing and looking up, I was like, oh my gosh, like everything that I had ever studied in school around pandemics and epidemics and 
the response and emergency responses, I was like, everything is being deployed around the world. And it's just a matter of time before it gets here. And I started thinking about my colleagues. I was like, what are they doing? What's going on there? So I decided to message some of my colleagues and I said, hey, like, how is it going? I heard that there's some changes, um, you know, with, with COVID happening and coming. And so what, what's going on? And they, she explained to me a lot of what was happening on the front lines and what was happening as they were preparing for this. And sure enough, we started to see that surge happening in February and March. And a week prior to um, one of our family weddings, it was announced that there are no mass gatherings, nobody more than 50 and everything had to be on pause and everything was shutting down. And so of course, this a week before this wedding, it was canceled. Um, my best friend's wedding was also canceled. They did still get married in a ceremony. Um, and then obviously my sister's wedding was canceled in Greece. So all of a sudden it got to a place where I was like, what do we do? And also in March, my husband was laid off from his contract. So he's a contractor, so he has his own business and he is a consultant I should say actually and he takes contracts from different companies so of course as everything is happening he his contract was terminated because everybody was just being laid off and everybody's restructuring and pivoting and figuring out what to do so he was laid off and obviously everything was being restructured and, and all of that so that was about that was about mid-March that he he was let go and I, and I thought to myself I said okay so we don't have income coming in from my husband I'm on maternity benefits which is not much at all at that time we had already taken a bit of a hit because I was off on leave for about a year and I just thought to myself what do I want to do do I want to take this time to you know spend time as a family before I have to go back to work in June um, or do I just go back to work because I don't know what the future will hold for us and everything is so uncertain. My part of me was like, you know, you're never going to get this time back with your daughter. So, and as a family, we're just, you know, we were just blessed with this time. We're fortunate. So I was like, let's take that time and actually spend time together. But then part of me was like, you've studied your whole life for a pandemic um, or these kinds of instances. And so now it's time to go to put those skills um to play and to actually make a change and try to help the response in in the area that I live. And so luckily for me, I had found out that my entire team was working from home and there was no requirements for us to be in the office. Um, and so we can continue to work from home. So that instantly just made my decision for me because I said, okay, perfect. I can work, but I'm working from home. So in my breaks, I can still be with my family or if I want, I can take a 10 minute break and go hang out with my family. Um, but we're all in the same household still. So I was like, perfect. That's what I'm going to do. So I went back to work in April and a week prior to going back to work, I had said to myself, I actually had said to myself before I left on mat leave, I said that before I return, I have to start a business. So I had two weeks before I was starting and I was like, okay, I said I was going to do this. Let's do it. I time is running out. So we got to do this. So I quickly looked through everything that I had been journaling about, everything that I had been reviewing. Um, it really focused on my purpose and like what was going to bring me the most joy and happiness. And I realized 
out of everything that I had thought about, having a podcast was going to be it. It was going to bring me the most joy. It was going to bring me the most happiness. And that was what I needed to do in order to continue to be happy and fulfilled and to create this business around it. And I'll say, I knew nothing about podcasting. I know nothing about online businesses. I know nothing about marketing. I know nothing about any of this world, this space. So I was like, okay, let's do it. We're doing a podcast. So I quickly went on Google, Googled how to get a podcast up and running. And I got it done and I got everything set up. I figured out what kind of microphone I needed to buy. And that was my only purchase was a microphone. I already had a laptop. I was ready to go. So I started to figure out, okay, what do I want my space to look like? And I have this right you see behind me. Um, It's just a wood carving um, that I got from a home store. And I loved it. So I was like, perfect. That's my background. And that's going to be the color of my podcast brand. Um, And as you can see, it's got this like bluish hue that I have on a lot of my branding. So, you know, you'll see that. And then I was like, perfect. Leaves and flowers. I'll just create a logo. Um, And we'll go with that. So literally started with no strategy, no plan, no long-term plan, really just an idea that I wanted to have a podcast about how to inspire people that they can to achieve anything they want in life. They just have to work towards it and spend some time getting clear on their why and their purpose in life and making it happen. And as I started to get involved into my podcast, I realized that I wanted to have guests bring in their perspectives. I didn't want evidence-based stories. I didn't want to spew facts and data and all that kind of stuff because that's available for all of anyone that really wants to, but the stories, the real stories of people that are not measured and evaluated is not readily available for everyone. So I said, that's what I want to do. But then I thought to myself, I'm like, who is going to be on my podcast? Like who, nobody even knows who I am truly. So who's going to want to be on my podcast? Well, it turns out that I had been following an amazing person who was inspiring me to have a morning practice that was meditating, doing crystals, doing healing, and a lot of other intentional exercises and practices. And I thought to myself, perfect, I'm going to ask her to be my first guest. And that was Jackie, who you will all have met in episode two, and she's still somebody I connect with online. And I really enjoy following her journey because she does keep it real and raw. And I just absolutely love everything about her. So I messaged Jackie and here's me with, you know, if we're talking about followers, and this is the biggest thing I'll say to you is followers do not matter at all. So the biggest thing that I accomplished earlier on this year is I launched my podcast and I connected with Jackie and she had 14,000 followers. And at that time, I didn't know followers don't matter. Um, But I only had like 20, 30, maybe 40. And that was mostly friends and family. I was like, this woman's going to think that I'm a spam or I'm a scam or I'm just some random person. And she's never going to respond to me. Sure enough, she responded to me and just said, yeah, for sure. Let's do it. And I'm so excited. And I was floored. I was so pumped. I was like, oh my gosh, I just booked my very first guest. I'm so excited about this and I can't wait. I was so nervous about that first episode. I don't know if you can tell, but I've gone back and looked at that episode. I read her bio six or seven times to see if I should memorize it. I had a list of questions that I practiced over and over again. I practiced so much and I just thought to myself, okay, I have to do this properly. 
And what I realized honestly was it, I didn't even, it didn't even matter. It didn't even matter because I just went with the flow and it was such an awesome conversation. And it was just like two friends talking about their stories and their journeys. And so for me, this podcast and all the amazing people that I've met since, since launching it and all the stories I've heard and all the connections I've made have been the highlight of this podcast. It's a lot of work doing this podcast because I'm doing this podcast myself and I'm doing it all. I'm recording, I'm editing, I'm posting, I'm sharing, I'm doing all that. It's been, you know, it would have been a real struggle for me if I didn't have the connections that I had and I didn't have the amazing stories and the inspire inspiration and the messages from all of you and the love and the encouragement to do it. Um, it wouldn't have happened for me. And so I'm so grateful to each and every one of you. And that's the other thing I want to say that is the best thing that's happened this year is I've met so many amazing people in this community, um, this small community that I've created and other communities that I've been a part of and have had the honor of connecting with. I'm so grateful for every single person. And I feel like I have this family online, this group of friends that I know I can go to and all these fellow entrepreneurs, people that are sharing their stories, their journeys, their experiences. I just love watching their stories, their journeys evolve and, and happen. And day to day, it's just it's just amazing. It's just, I might be feeling a certain way and I'll go on and I'll see someone's post and they'll be speaking directly to me. And that's how I know I'm in the right community. I'm in the right industry. And there has never been a day that has gone by where I haven't wanted to do the podcast. Um, and I haven't wanted to edit and I haven't desired to, you know, have another person on my app all my podcast episodes and have another person share their stories. I just find people so inspirational. And I've actually had to pull myself away from my laptop to spend more time with my daughter because that's why I started. I started because I wanted time freedom to spend as much time with her as possible. So there's times where I get so enamored and so um, wrapped up at the story and so inspired that I have to remind myself that if my daughter's home, I need to go be with her and I can't be here editing this podcast or reviewing this story because she is the most important thing to me. And, and when it comes to my list of priorities, she's number one and will always be. But that's, that said a lot because I actually love everything about this business, everything about this podcast, everything about the community that I've met. And I'm so inspired and I get so emotional just thinking about it because it's been such an incredible, incredible, incredible journey. And the other thing that I want to share is I have connected so deep with my purpose, so deep with my purpose. And every single time I hear another story, I, I get a comment, I get a like, uh, a share, someone that reaches out to me that wants to be on my podcast or just connect or collaborate. I am so incredibly empowered in my purpose I'm so incredibly connected to my purpose and I just feel that finally I found the thing that is going to bring me fulfillment you know and you know there may be in the evolution of time and my life and everything as I know my purpose in life now and I know my connection this podcast may change you know it may not be the forum that works best for my purpose in that phase of my life it may be something else 
Um, another way to share inspiring stories might be in print or might be in a, in a book or might be more so on my blog or might be short YouTube videos or IGTV lives or anything. It might be different forums for me to use to actually share the stories, you know, but my purpose in life is so clear to me and this podcast has allowed me to do that. And I'm so, so excited. And, you know, it's not, this podcast is not going anywhere. So with everything I just said, I just want to be clear. I'm not going anywhere. This podcast is not going anywhere. I absolutely love this podcast. I love everything that it has to do, offer for you, for me, for the guests, and for society in general, because as you're hearing these stories, you know, I hope you have moments where you're just like, yes, like, okay, if they did this, like, what can I do to get to that point? Let me sit down and write this out. Let me journal. Let me start on morning practice. Let me start getting clear on what brings me the most happiness. Let me get clear on my intentional use of time and my intentional purpose of life. So what, do, what is it that I want to do in life? And so it's just been such a journey and I'm so inspired. I just like keep saying I'm so inspired, but I'm just so grateful for every moment of this journey in this, in finally having a business and a podcast and something that brings me so much fulfillment and joy. And I hope that these stories that I've shared with you and the tips and ideas and knowledge that I've shared with you has really helped you to start thinking about your purpose in life and how to be intentional with your life and how to get to a place where your ego does not does not control everything that you do and that you can manifest what you want in the future and you can just look objectively at things in life. And then the last thing that I want to share that has been a huge one for me this year is the creation of my course, The Successful Candidate. I cannot explain to you how much joy and happiness I get from every person that I coach that tells me at the end of the day that they didn't realize that they had the ability to do this, or they didn't realize that they had, there was all this knowledge out there, that there was these skills that they could do this and they can do that. They didn't realize that they have the control in their hands around their careers and what they want to do and what they want to achieve in their life and in their careers. So it's been such a labor of love. It's a ton of work. I'll say it's a whole, whole lot of work, but it's been an incredible, incredible journey. And I have to give huge thank you to Justina from the eCourse Creative who kept me on track, who gave me tips and helped me actually make this dream of mine come true. And I'm so grateful for her. So if you want to create a course and you need someone to help guide you through the process, I highly recommend connecting with Justina. She goes above and beyond what she needs to do to help you. And, um, and I have to say that I did my very first launch of the successful candidate, which you would have seen. And I did that all on my own. You know, I, looked at how I needed to market, how I, I studied how people were doing it. I figured out how to get my own marketing package, my own creatives, my own assets, and how to actually schedule that and to make it happen, how to do podcast episodes, how to get blogs, how to do multimedia promotions for my course. And I will say that after all of that and doing all of that work, I didn't actually have anybody sign up for my course. And you know what? that was okay because I was still so excited at the end. And do you know why I was so excited at the end? Because I did the promotions all by myself. 
I figured it out. And I was really proud of myself because I have zero background. I was super overwhelmed. I was scared of this whole process. You can ask many people. I reached out to so many people and they said, can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? And the costs were just astronomical and I just couldn't afford it. And I realized that, you know what? I'm so scared of doing this marketing because I'm scared of failure. I'm scared of nobody signing up. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And if nobody signs up, that's okay. Because my greatest success in that moment was the fact that I did it. I got over that fear. And I already knew that I didn't think anybody was going to sign up because there's a huge thing in marketing that I've learned and, and you should learn is that you're not not every platform is for every ideal client, right? My ideal clients don't are not necessarily on Instagram. And that was where I was spending a lot of my energy and communication and my engagement and doing a lot of my work. My ideal clients sit on LinkedIn. That was a platform that I was not on. Um, I'm still not on, but I will be on in the new year. And I realized that if I wanted to engage with my clients, I had to get on the platform that they're at. I had to go where they are. So I am going to be relaunching this in the new year. I'm definitely going to be doing a lot more work on LinkedIn, definitely connecting a lot more people on LinkedIn. I will still be on Instagram. I'll still be on Facebook as well. But that is the biggest thing that I wanted to share is just that if you're not nurturing your community where they're at, then you can't just put something out and expect it to happen. But for me, my biggest, biggest thing was that I actually got over that fear. And so that's what I have to say to you. Your fear is going to stop you. Your fear is going to make you stay in your comfort zone. Your fear is not going to want you to make a change in your life. Your fear is not going to want you to disrupt it or shift and make a huge change. You're going to feel scared. You're going to feel uncertain. You're going to feel just unsure as you're trying to achieve these goals. But let me tell you something. No goal is unachievable. And you need, you can do it. Just get clear on what that goal is and start small and just start chipping away at it and working at it. Like I said, this year I started my podcast and I started my business with just a logo and a microphone. I didn't know about branding. I didn't know about advertising. I didn't know about sponsorships. I didn't know about anything to do with business, to be honest. All I did is I had this passion. I had a purpose and I wanted to do something and I did it and I learned on the way. I learned on the way. So you'll see the evolution of growth in any business that you've ever come across. At the beginning, there's challenges, there's struggles, but they start growing and they start learning and changing. And I rebranded into what I have now. And I'm going to rebrand probably again in the new year. And that's okay. Nobody says you have to stay with the same branding forever. And as I'm growing, I'm learning about my business and I'm learning about what I need to do and what I not need, need not to do. And the other biggest tip that I'll give to you is if you wanted to start your own business is be realistic. Focus on one thing for every quarter. Focus on one thing. And Alyssa Coleman said this in a recent uh, webinar that I attended with her. And if you're not following Alyssa, you have to because she's incredible about the tips and ideas that she shares. And I used her one of her methods for my course launch and knowing where to post, how to post, when to post. And she said, she's like, focus on one thing for 90 days and just do the best thing, best that you can on that one thing, and then move to another thing on the next 90 days. And she says that because then you can be more productive. You don't have to do so much at the same time. You can focus on the one thing that you want to do in the time that you want to do it. 
So that's my biggest tip for you. I hope that this year has been inspiring to you. I hope you've taken time this year to invest in yourself and into your growth and your personal development. I hope you found time to be intentional. I hope you have a morning practice. If you want to know of a morning practice that I love, you can head over to the link in my bio on Instagram and you can connect with the morning ritual mastery, which is one I really recommend that helps you and guides you into how you can find a morning practice. And if you have any questions for me, or if you'd like me to guide you through really understanding your goals in life and your purpose and really figure out what's next for you. I'd be happy to do that. Send me an email info at how did you learn to do that.com. And if you're interested in the successful candidate or you know someone that's interested, I would love if you could share it with them once I have launched. And again, if you could review us on Apple Podcasts, that means the world to us, helps us grow so much. It would be an amazing Christmas present for me. And everything that I do, I do want to thank a couple of people that have helped me this year as well. I want to thank my husband who has been so patient and loving, my daughter too. And I would love to thank each and every one of you. I would love to thank all the guests that have been on this podcast. I'd like to thank Danielle from Lester Lagoon for helping me with my stories on Instagram over the last little while. And really at the end of the day, I want to thank you and I want you to thank yourself for everything you've accomplished this year. And I hope that next year is going to be even greater for you. And now that we've learned that if you take away all the unnecessary things in life and we focus on the essentials, the essential people in our bubble and what we need to focus on, I hope that you've had time to think about how you can be more intentional. And with that, I wish you a very, very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and we'll connect in the new year with new amazing episodes and amazing guests for you. All right, stay in touch. Bye.